Welcome to The Grow Show with me as your host, Joe Camerato. I am an entrepreneur who created my company, National Business Capital, from literally $0 out of my spare bedroom to over $2 billion in business loans secured for entrepreneurs nationwide. Since 2007, I have seen just about every type of business. I provide money and help entrepreneurs access capital to scale fast, but I also know that it's possible for you, as you scale, to replace yourself to build systems, processes, and great teams of people that can live on without you so you can actually enjoy your life and your company can still grow. I will not only tell you the peaks and valleys of my story, but I will also bring on world-class entrepreneurs to tell their stories and share their lessons on their growth journeys. Welcome to The Grow Show. All right, all right. Welcome to The Grow Show. I've got a great guest on today, Angie Wisdom, who's going to share some awesome wisdom with us. Um, Angie is a business coach, an author, and a rock star entrepreneur. Um, she helps burned out business owners stop running in place and start evaluating their companies by putting themselves first and carving out the time to master their own leadership skills. Well, some really great stuff there to uh, definitely talk about on this show, because on this show, we're all about um, helping entrepreneurs grow and um, and also hearing uh, their uh, growth story. So excited to hear your story today, Angie, and thank you for being on the show. Thanks for having me, Joe. Happy to be here. Awesome. Yeah, and you just put out um, a, a, a new book, uh, which is exciting. Mm -hmm. I'm excited to read it, uh, The Non-Negotiable You. Um, I guess tell me a little bit about the book because that just sounds uh, that sounds exciting. And I think as business owners, we're always negotiating in general and with ourselves. <laughs> so true. Yeah, it it was it kind of a a passion project of mine after sitting across the table coaching and and helping people initially in the financial industry, and then moving over into coaching, sitting across from them and realizing again, again, and again, what constantly gets in the way for entrepreneurs. And so I really took my 25 years of experience working with people and said, how can I formulate this and give people a proactive roadmap to bringing out this best version of themselves, that non-negotiable version, that's going to allow them to create the success in the life that they want. So it, it was a really fun project. There's real client stories in there about um, you know challenges and how they overcome them to really, again, end up at this non-negotiable you that is truly capable of whatever you want. That's great. How'd you get started, you know, and, you know, being a business coach, you know, going off on your own and, and, and really making your mission around helping others? I started out in the financial industry. I was a financial advisor at Morgan Stanley. I thought my passion, I knew it was helping people, but I really loved the numbers and I loved the money aspect of it, had already been in banking um, previous to that. So I really thought that was what I wanted to do was help people build wealth, um, invest their money, and quickly learned that I had a bigger passion for creating relationships and helping people build their business. So I moved over into management. I was really great at helping brokers build their business and create nurturing, you know, client relationships. That led me to start my own financial firm with my husband back in 2003, which we still have running. And I've always just been in that space of how can I help people better themselves so that they can create better lives and more success. And it just kind of evolved over time. And eventually I said, you know, I want to do this in every industry, not just the financial industry and created my own private practice where I get to help entrepreneurs and business owners every single day do that. That's great. 
Well, I mean, you, you know, you left a successful firm and you were partnered mm -hmm. with your husband. Was that a hard, you know, uh, decision to make? You know, it's, it was so long ago and it, it wasn't hard in the sense that I was leaving, you know, what, you know, called corporate America. You know, I was at a great firm. I had a successful business, but I felt a little bit like I kind of knew my future there. You know, I knew what this kind of corporate life was going to be like, and I wanted more freedom and flexibility to go outside the norm of what your typical corporation will want you to be within. And I also saw from a different perspective, the other side of the business, um, we moved over into futures and commodities and it was just a whole different ball game. And I thought that was really exciting because it was an area that a lot of people didn't know about. And truly it's like, if you're an entrepreneur and a business owner and you love to grow your own business, you want to be in a place where you own your own business, right? It's like, do I want to work for a company and constantly make their goals happen, you know, and pour into them? Or do I want to build my own empire? And that was, that made it an easy decision. Makes sense. You know, so, you know, I mean, you know, my business is helping business owners grow by accessing mm -hmm. capital. You know, what, you know, and, and so, you know, we, we, you know, see so many different businesses and, you know, we see all the opportunities and all the challenges, you know, like, what do you think is the, the, the biggest problem that you see that your clients have when you're working with, you know, other entrepreneurs? I think one of the biggest hurdles is business owners and entrepreneurs, they start out doing everything, right? That's, that's how businesses start. And yep. they continue doing everything. And they believe that what they did in the beginning to make their business successful, they need to keep doing. And the thing is, is that their role in that company changes as the company grows. So if they're not evolving with that and taking on different responsibilities and delegating their old ones, that's where they tend to get stuck in that treadmill. And they keep trying to move the needle and they keep trying to grow the company, but they're doing things that you know they did back when it was year one. And now they're year four or five. And so they need to be doing different things. They don't need to have their hand in every aspect of the business. They've got to trust people. They've got to delegate. They have got to spend money to bring the right people on and invest in the right things that are going to grow their business. Yeah. I, I, and you know, it's like, I feel like it's a combination of fear, not being able to let go, you know, mm -hmm. uh, ego, you know, um, mm -hmm. and whether it's, you know, you just don't want to make a wrong decision or you just have the need to control everything. Um, Absolutely. And, and then also just like getting almost really wrapped up in building a job around yourself. I, I don't think so many people realize that, you know, they just build this whole business around them, which is really mm -hmm. dangerous. You know, God forbid, you know, something happens or, you know, God forbid you want to take some time off and go mm -hmm. away and, and then, you know, biz, your business can't perform at, at its, you know, uh, you know, peak or, you know, or at its best. Um, how do you, you know, how do you go like, cause you know, it's easy to talk about this and, and, and we, and, mm -hmm. you know, I, I've, you know, I've dealt with this with myself growing the business and you really have to learn that. Um, and, and I see this constantly. Sometimes people get it and they're like willing to make those changes. And then a lot of times, you know, I see so many business owners that just, you know, they, they want, um, they want to grow the company. They want more. They, they, they would love to get there, but they just don't want to make the changes. How do you deal with that when you have a, a client that is, 
you know, stuck there? Like, how do you get to that like aha moment and, and get that light mm-hmm. bulb to go off? It's about really having them empty out everything that they're doing. When I, somebody comes to me and they're stuck and they've kind of reached a plateau in their business, 99% of the time it's because they haven't shifted and found their real value in the company. So one of the first things I love to do is say, okay, let's write out every single thing that you're doing for your business and your company. And almost immediately you'll have things jump off the page where you're like, oh my gosh, you're doing things that like a 25-hour employee should be doing. And so if you want your business to go from that 5 million or 10 million to that 50 million, you're going to have to start taking on responsibilities of the person who is running a $50 million company, not someone who's running the $5 million company. And, And they start to see it as they write out the things and going, wow, this is where I'm spending my time. The light bulb goes off because they realize that like, they can't possibly grow the company if this is where their time is being allocated. So I think that self-awareness is that first step in realizing that. And then comes that second step of who and how can I start to trust somebody to take on those pieces? And you know, that, that depends on who you have at the company with you. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes the self-promotion stuff is great. There's people that are really eager in your org that you're not even thinking mm-hmm. of sometimes that want to step up. And, and sometimes you need to bring, you know, an outsider in to, you know, that's maybe had more experience and also that can bring maybe a different point of view. Um, Absolutely. You know, it's a really powerful exercise though. And I, I feel like that's a great takeaway for people that are listening and watching, you know, you know, if you're an entrepreneur watching this, um, it's so easy to get caught up in the day to day and you just kind of come in and you're on that hamster wheel and you're just going and you're just running to the next thing. And it, everything just becomes really just starts to become subconscious that you're doing. Like mm-hmm. you just kind of go into like this automatic mode. Right. And I yeah. think when you get really conscious about like what you're doing and, and like literally like taking the time to write it down and document it, I've, I've gone through that exercise for myself, my life and my business. Mm-hmm. And, it really is powerful. It's so simple. And I, I think sometimes, I don't know if you experience this with clients, sometimes when something's that simple, it's like, oh, no, 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 that, that's not the secret sauce, you know? Like, right. That's like, not going to help. You know, just, you know, like, and like, no way, you know, like, give me the, mm-hmm. like, just something that's going to just massively change everything. And, um, you know, uh, it, 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 it's just interesting. And I, I've gone through that and you like, you don't even realize half the shit that you're doing. And it's like, oh my God, yeah. why the hell am I still doing this? Um, right. You know, and, and there's been so many things in, in, in my business and, and speaking to other business owners, I love, I love when I hear this now, um, no one else could do this. Oh, no, no, I can never right. hire someone to do this. Like no one will get this. No one will understand. And I you know, always call bullshit on that comment. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I used to do that. And there's been so many things now that have been passed to multiple employees in my business where I, I don't even know how to do it anymore. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. like, yeah, like I probably do it better. hundred percent. And, and yeah. at this point, you know, there's things that I have to get refreshed on. You know, I, I, I got trust in people. You know, I trust and verify. I think that's important too. Um, especially in the beginning when you're passing things off, but mm-hmm. um, there's so many things that I just, thought were unimaginable so that someone else can do. And the reality is I've got some really great skill sets and, and what I'm good in. And then there's some things that I'm not good in. And and those like tedious administrative things that really need like paying attention to detail, I move way too fast um, 
you know, for that mm-hmm. type of stuff. So, so um, I think it's important to do that exercise. Um, and, and I mean, really after doing it for a week, you can find a lot of things that can uncover a lot of things that you're um, probably shouldn't be doing anymore. It's so true. And I like to have people write down what that hourly wage is for that task. You know, mm, that is really a kind of a, a punch to the gut when you start writing down. You're like, oh, my gosh, I'm doing the work of a 20-hour employee <laughs> or $20 an hour employee. I'm doing work of a $40, whatever it may be. And the interesting thing about that is that we don't realize that we always default to the things that were most comfortable and easy to do for us. So we're going to shy away from the things that we don't know how to do yet, but we've got to shine a light on that. If you're say the CEO or entrepreneur of a a $5 million company and you want to be at 15, well, you don't know what you have to do to be that $15 million CEO, but you're going to have to take some time to figure that out because your habit is always going to be to continue doing the things of the $5 million CEO. So we've got to break that cycle of doing what's comfortable and you know, default for us. hundred percent. And, and I even always suggested like taking like, Hey, what are you paying yourself? And even add in like, Oh, you know, you might be, you know, not distributing profit, keeping within the company. So mm-hmm. take what you pay yourself, take the profit and then, you know, divide, uh, by 52 weeks and then divide by 40 hours. I'm sure most entrepreneurs watching this are working more than 40 hours, but just, you know, just mm-hmm. stick to a 40 hour work week because you, you, like compare that to, you know, um, you know, uh, you know, hiring someone and, you know, <laughs> you know, if you're, if you're getting paid, you know, hundreds of dollars an hour, you know, you might, you might want to rethink, uh, you know, doing, uh, you know, smaller tasks for sure. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. What do you, what do you think, um, what do you think the best coaching advice is that you, you know, give, you know, to, uh, to your clients? I mean, I know we just talked about some good things here. But what do you yeah. think the number one thing is? As far as for what particular area for clients? Did you say just coping? in general, like like you know, yeah. just like in coaching, you know, like what coaching? When you're, when you're coaching yeah. A, yeah, yeah. Sorry, when you're when you're coaching a client, like what do you think? Like this is like the best piece of advice that I give you know give people. Yeah, it, it's intentionality. You know, what are you actually being intentional about in your day? we are a society that moves fast. We have so many distractions. And if you are not intentional and present, you will go through your whole day in a default phase. And our default is set up from past experiences and beliefs and actions. And if we continue to do that, we're not going to move anywhere. We're going to get everything that we've gotten in the past. So simply adding intentionality, you know, where am I going to move the needle today? What do I want to accomplish today? All of that is going to bring so much you know, of a driving force into your business. And it sounds, again, one of those simple things that you say, sometimes people are like, oh, it sounds too easy. It can't be that. But (laughs) it makes a huge difference when you wake up and you're like, okay, what am I doing to move my company today? Instead of just falling into, I got to do the emails, I have this meeting and all the stuff that's going to get thrown at you regardless, you've got to carve out time to be intentional about working on your business instead of just in your business. Yeah, you know, I, I really agree with that. I just I just interviewed somebody, um, another really cool entrepreneur, um, mm-hmm. and um, he's you know talks about this like four hour workday. Now it's mm-hmm. not like hey, I just show up and work four hours, but you 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 know he's saying you still work your eight or ten hours, you know, and 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 hey, maybe you get to a place where you only do four hours a day, and that's what you get your business to and, and, and God bless. But, 
it, it was more about like taking four hours a day to work on the needle moving things. And it even, you know, it even got me thinking, you know, just, uh, you know, things kind of stack up and you're running in a million places, but really like getting intentional and like, what <clears throat> are those needle moving things? Mm-hmm. And it's unbelievable how, you know, you can get really focused, kind of go through this stuff and then, you know, maybe get to that next level. Life happens, this happens. And, you know, you, you, you know, you took a different course in your business that were unexpected. And then all of a sudden, all this stuff just winds up piling on, um, you know, meanings and everything else. And you're just going, so and, true. and I, and I feel like, and, 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 you know, correct me if I'm wrong or if you, what you think about this, but mm-hmm. I feel like zoom, like zoom call, like, like, like almost like Zoom meetings has like really, um, really kind of uh, you know almost like take like it's so easy to now to have these meetings with people like because back in the day like to do a phone call with someone I mean we used to do conference calls right right and, right but I feel like now because of Zoom everyone's just so quick to do you know a Zoom call you know and you it's mm-hmm. like you know and you feel you can feel really busy from doing them. Um, but is that really, you know, getting you to, uh, you know, your goals and, and, and results. And I, I almost feel like I just talked to so many owners and they just like, I'm just going from like zoom to zoom, to zoom, to zoom. And, and like about what, <laughs> right. <laughs> you know? Right. Yeah. Uh, so, it's, uh, it's almost like that. What are you giving a yes to? And I tell my business owners all the time, like you've got to protect your yeses. And we get into this habit of, yeah, yes to every single meeting that pops on the calendar, yes to every opportunity, but you've got to filter those through what your values are as a person and what your values are as a company so that you're giving yeses to the right places and your bandwidth isn't being wasted, your time. But to your point about that four-hour day, it's amazing when we have less time and we focus what we can get done. I mean, you probably realize this was funny. When we have an abundance of something, we tend to waste it. Mm, you have an abundance yeah. of food, gets wasted. You have an abundance of time, you procrastinate, you lollygag around. You have an abundance of money, you don't track it, you don't budget it, you just spend. And that's what yeah. happens when we like have all day to do something or we're just committed to working eight to 10 hours a day, you will probably be a lot less effective and productive than if you said, I have four hours to get this done. It's so funny. You know, my, my aunt used to tell me when I was younger, if you, you know, um, don't like, if you aren't like getting your shit done, she was uh-huh. like, take on, take on more because you'll figure right. out how to fit it all in and get it done. <laughs> And I used to, yeah. I was always like, what is she talking about? Like, if I don't, yeah. if I can't get this stuff done, how am I going to take on more? But it's actually interesting. Like, as I've like, you know, as I've grown, my business has grown, like the more I take on, like the more I get done, which almost doesn't make sense, but it, it really is. So it's so true because you, you really respect and utilize, you know, the time and, mm-hmm. you know, to your point, Angie, you know, the days where like my calendar's not stacked, sometimes I'll be like, what? What, what do I do today? <laughs> you know? Right, right. You're like, and then at the end of the day, you're like, "What did I do today?" <laughs> like, so, what actually happened? Get, yeah, you definitely need to be intentional and get you know focused on. Or when I, you know, because four four hours, you know, a day, it's a, it's a lot of time. You know, it um, is. So, like, what are you intentionally doing that to move the needle in your business? Uh, mm-hmm. Interesting stuff. 
Yeah. And I love questions like that. I mean, business owners, entrepreneurs can ask these questions every single day, like one question a day of like, you know, what am I going to do to move the needle? What's, you know, the biggest, what's, what could have the biggest impact on my business today? Those questions of self-awareness are huge, you know, because we just don't usually take the time to answer things like that, that provide just so much opportunity. Yeah, to the time to pause, think, and plan. Mm-hmm. You know, instead of just going and going. And, and, yep. and, you know, we're in this world today where it's just everyone's just running and going. And you must feel like you need to be doing that just with because of the herds doing it, you know. So um, yeah. it's actually really interesting. What are your thoughts on, um, you know, people come to you, they want to hit goals, they want something more, you know, out of their business and their life. Um, you know, and it's great to have goals and to hit things, you know, we, we've, you know, um, I've done this in my business, you know, starting with the end result and then reverse Mm -hmm. engineering it backwards. Cause a lot of times you say like, oh, we want to do this, but it's like, but well, you know, like why and where that number come from or whatever it is, that goal. Okay. And then, and then, all right, if that number you think is real and it's obtainable, great. But then like, what are like the little, the chunks and the things that you're actually going to do to, uh, to get there. Yeah. I love that methodology. I think, I mean, I use it all the time. It's actually how I wrote the non-negotiable you. It's how I developed the morning mindset journal that goes with it in this sense of like, if we know this is our problem, how do we avoid having it happen in the first place? Or if we know this is the result we want, what does that result look like? two weeks before it happens? What does it look like a month before it happens? Our minds can operate easier from that perspective than looking at a goal and going, wow, there's this giant cavern between where I am now and where I want to be. It's really hard for our mind to understand, like, what do I have to do to get there? But if we jump to that other side and go, okay, if I'm already there, then what happened a week before, a month before, two months before, three months, it starts to make sense. And we just create that whole formula you know, with the end in mind, starting, you know, starting there. Yeah. No, good stuff. That's awesome. It's actually really amazing to hear that that is, uh, you know, a, a big methodology in your, uh, in your book. That's really cool. Mm-hmm. So do you ever have a coach for yourself? Oh my gosh, absolutely. I always have a coach <laughs> for myself. <laughs> I had a book coach when I was writing, um, my book, you know, I have a personal trainer, which I consider a coach, you know, for my fitness aspect. I have um, a life and business coach as well. I'm a big believer in it. I mean, when you get to a level where your performance and your mindset and, and the decisions you make are so important and have such an impact on your life, it's so costly to not have one, you know, whether it's time that goes by or decisions that you made that you didn't have enough thought in it just, there's too much on the line to not have that sounding board and that person to ask you the questions that's going to create that clarity that you need. I agree. I, you know, and, and I, you know, I, I'm a big believer in, in, in coaches and I've had them in a number of um, areas of my life and, and in my mm-hmm. business and different ones throughout, you know, throughout my growth journey. Um, you know, I, I would get wrapped up sometimes like, you know, if, you know, oh, uh, like, well, if this coach isn't a, you know, billionaire, you know, then to, you know, do uh, uh, yeah. you know, and, and what's funny is, and, and someone said something to me once and it stuck with me, you know, 
Michael Jordan had a great coach, but his coach couldn't play like Michael Jordan, <laughs> yep. you know, and, and wasn't Michael Jordan. Right. And, and I think I, I heard him, Michael Jordan talk about this in an interview and it really is so true. You know, like your coaches need to point out the blind spots, hold you accountable and bring that structure, you know, I think in your life and, um, and, you know, personally, I've, I've, I've found it really helpful. And I, I think if you're really committed to growing your business, um, or getting more out of yourself and your life, whatever it is that you're trying to get more out of to not have a coach, I think, and you kind of said this, I mean, I think you're, 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 you're losing more than, than gaining. And I, and mm -hmm. to me, like it's, it's, a, I'm always surprised how many people don't have them, um, you know, and, but, but are, you know, want more or getting stuck and kind of doing the same thing over and over again. And, you know, I think the other value that I've had from, from coaches, you know, is, you know, you as a coach, you get to be in, you know, you're active in a lot of different people's um, lives and businesses. So you get to see a lot and there's a lot of experience there. And, mm -hmm. and for the most part, a lot of times, you know, most people are dealing, most entrepreneurs, it's, 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 you know, one of like, it's one of the same five or six problems. So, you know, I think, you know, you as a coach, you get to see a lot of those problems and, and have a lot of experience and, in solving them, um, which I think just help save people, you know, time and money. It's so true. And you bring up, you know, kind of the typical coach relationship where people come to a coach for problems or challenges. And so I think that's part of the problem is that most people think coaching is for like, well, I'm stuck or I have a problem or I have a challenge. So therefore I'm going to get a coach to help. But there's a whole nother realm of coaching where it's like, you may not have a problem or a challenge and you may not feel stuck right now because if you're a high performer and you tend to get things done, you probably aren't falling into that space very often, but it becomes this like, what don't I know? What aren't yeah. I seeing? You know, what am I missing? And that's often a whole nother side of coaching, you know, that people bring to the table because they're just like, I don't even know what to look for. Things are great. My business is good, but I feel like I there's more I can tap into. So I need someone else to ask me questions and to kind of bring out something in me that I may not be utilizing. That's actually a really great point. And, and you know, even, you know, recently, you know, the coach that I've been working with, you know, things were, you know, are good and, you know, in, mm -hmm. in a really good place. But but knowing that there is a, you know, a next level and and wanting to get there in the most effective way you know i think from kind of going through the the growth cycles and and the brain damage over the years yeah uh, you know i'm like all right all right i things are good but we want to go to you know another place how do i do this at, like in the most efficient you know strategic way at this point instead of like mm -hmm. you know doing things by you know trial and error and you know bashing my head against the wall to get results <laughs> Yeah, no, absolutely. And, you know, it's funny because as you, for an entrepreneur and business owner and successful people, you get to a place where things start to feel pretty dialed in. And so you're not having all these problems and challenges pop up. And we tend to minimize things, right? Because it's just not that big of a deal. Like if you've worked on your mindset and you respond really well, things don't phase you as much. So therefore, we kind of like don't give them a whole lot of thought. 
And what I'm getting at here is like, I have a coach, very rarely am I going to her with a problem or a challenge. But when I start talking about, okay, well, what's the littlest thing? What's the thing that popped into my mind over the last week? And I didn't even give it any attention. It's like those little nuggets when you can dig into it and go, gosh, you know, I was really thinking it'd be cool to have this other program. I was really thinking I don't want to work with clients for, you know, less than this amount of time. It gives you the space to just dump out and see if there is something there instead of just kind of minimizing it and letting it all kind of pass by you. Yeah, really good stuff. It's, it's so pointed. And, and, and I think, too, as you, you know, continue to improve and do better and, and, and grow, it's, it is, it's like the little things. It's not usually like any one big thing. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a lot of little mm-hmm. things that will, will create big change. Right, right. Absolutely. Good stuff. Awesome. So what's, uh, what's one big uh, goal of yours? I am um, doing more speaking right now. That was kind of the goal with this book. I, I love to speak in front of an audience and pour in and have an impact at a bigger level. So goal of mine is being at an event every single month and working my way up to you know be on stage in front of 10,000 people eventually. So that's what I'm headed towards. Exciting stuff. That's awesome. I have no doubt yeah. that you'll be there and look forward to seeing you on a stage uh, at some conference soon. <laughs> Love it. Thank you. Good stuff. So what does the future look like, uh, you know, for, uh, for yourself and, and, um, you know, everything that you're doing? Another book. Um, absolutely loved the writing process of my first one and it's done really well. It's been fun to see the impact it's had on people. And I was actually just talking to a client this morning and he said, I feel like you wrote this book for me. And he was like, it was speaking directly to me. And I said, well, that's funny because I've had so many people say that. And he goes, well, that's really good for you in the book, but that makes me feel like I'm like everybody else now. Like we're all in the same boat. (laughs) So it was kind of, um, it was a a funny way and a funny awareness to bring about, but that's been really fun and special for me. So I'm already kind of planning out my next book. So that will be coming um, more speaking. And and my goal is to impact as many people as I can. So content and the reach is just you know increasing that every single day and hopefully changing somebody's life who's going to change somebody else's life and all have a greater effect on the world good stuff well you're definitely doing it and hey. uh and i i appreciate it and i'm excited to read the book myself and i hope good. it talks to me too and you know <laughs> <laughs> and you know what's what is um as we wrap up here um, yeah. what's a growth tip, um, that you would, uh, you know, leave or drop for, um, you know, uh, our audience. Spend time with yourself every single day. I mean, that's the basis of my book. It's the basis of the success of all of my clients is that you are the most important asset to yourself. Um, to your business. And so if you are not spending time with yourself on a daily basis, you are shortchanging yourself. So that could look like even five or 10 minutes of creating self-awareness, understanding what your intentions are. That will be the biggest game changer in your life and in your business. And believe it or not, it's simple and easy to do, but the majority of people don't do it. We try to work without ourselves instead of with ourselves. So do that simple thing and you will see a drastic change. Good stuff. I love it. Uh, it's a great growth tip. 
And as we said earlier, just because it's simple doesn't mean that it's not effective. Uh, don't overlook the simple things. Um, some of those simple things could have major, um, major, uh, um, you know, effects uh, in whatever it is that you're doing. And can we see a copy of that book? If can you show us? Because uh, I know it's like behind you. Um, why don't you hold it up just so everyone can see the uh, the cover of it? Oh, yeah, the non-negotiable awesome. you. Mindset Good Mastery stuff. for Daily Success. Yep. I love it. Yeah. I love the cover. So it looks great. On Amazon. How do we, yeah, how do we find that book? On Amazon? It's on Amazon. Yeah. Just Google it, the non-negotiable you. You'll find it on there. And you know how quick Amazon is. They'll get it to you in like a day or so. Yeah, or the same day. And, yeah. and how can folks uh, find you and learn more about you, Angie? The name is not super common. So just Google Angie Wisdom. That's the name of my site. Instagram, YouTube, Threads now. It's all Angie Wisdom, Angie Wisdom Life Coach. You'll find me out there and I'm always putting out great content and always happy to connect with people to lend support and make an impact. Good stuff. Well, obviously, if you're watching this show, you're committed to growth as well. And growth is a true commitment. Uh, so check out Angie's uh, book. Um, and if you are looking for a, a coach, um, definitely get connected with her. And, uh, and keep growing and keep doing what you're doing. Thanks for being on the show, Angie. Thanks for having me, Joe.